0: This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we dig further into St. Luke's Gospel with Institution of the Holy Eucharist. Who is the greatest? Peter's denial foretold. Jesus prays on the Mount of Olives. Betrayal and arrest of Jesus. Join me, Pastor Will Wheaton, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. Holy and most gracious Father, and Our Father The grass withers and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. This is the word
1: of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Amen. Just before our text for today, St. Peter writes, Prepare your minds for action. I would guess for all of you who are going to have a new address, in a matter of weeks, you're already doing that. I was watching you yesterday after the call service, after you were outside, googling that place where you're going to be, checking the weather, checking the schools, running through the real estate listings very quickly, trying to figure out how far you'd be away from home. You are already preparing your minds for that first day when you use that title, deaconess, vicar, pastor, and the high and noble title of, hi, I'm the pastor's wife. Right now there's a lot of uncertainty, probably even anxiety as you try to figure out where you're going and what life is going to be like when you get there. But dear saints, fear not, for your Father has already prepared you. Saint Peter reminds us, according to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, when the water was washed over you, you were redeemed, you were washed, you were given hope, You were connected to the cross of Christ and there His death became your salvation. By the living and active word of truth, you were implanted by the Holy Spirit and you've been given that saving faith and it is yours. And that leaves us eternally hopeful wherever we go. A couple of decades ago, on a call night in St. Louis, I stood outside on the plaza visiting with my district president. I had heard the words of the dual parish that I was going to, uh, a small, struggling, somewhat conflicted dual parish. And I asked our district president any words of advice. He he could have been speaking right out of 1 Peter. He simply looked at me and said, love them. Saint Peter writes this, love one another earnestly, from a pure heart. As we're prepared here for the ministry, God sends us to the ends of the earth to bring hope and peace and the forgiveness of sins through Christ alone. He sends us out to hear, to give those same words that the disciples heard that first Easter morning when they were there with Jesus. Peace be with you. In a broken world that struggles to understand its identity he sends us out continually to point his saints to the font, to the hope, to the promise, to the identity that we have as forgiven children of the King and heirs of eternal life. We are sent to the pulpits to preach a message of hope. You do not have to conform to the ways of the world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We're sent to bring hope, especially when it looks like death has won. One of the last pronouncements of the committal service is Christ is risen. He is risen Hallelujah. Even though the response from the family is very muted and oftentimes surrounded with sighs and tears and moans, Easter hope is there. The resurrection of Jesus is there, as they know this loved one of theirs now rests with Jesus eternally, the firstborn from the dead. Isaiah says it first, St. Peter quotes it, and he reminds us of the reality of being separated from our eternal home. All flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass, the grass withers and the flower falls when you arrive at your eden that place that god has called you to he's called you there to give hope you will see firsthand the joys of being a part of these families that you have been called to that young couple will come in and they can't wait to show you that little black and white photo very pixely of the life that God has given them. And then the stern command, don't tell anyone. We haven't told the family yet. You'll see the faithfulness of these displaced saints as they bring that child to the waters of baptism to have God do what he promises to do. To give life, to give faith, to connect them to Jesus for the forgiveness of all of their sins. As God sends you out to your Eden, you will also be there in very challenging times. You will see suffering, families broken by years, maybe even decades of abuse, addiction that drives people further and further into their own selfishness until it destroys them and tries to destroy all of those who are close to them. You will see unforgiveness because of years of hurt and no reconciliation and no forgiveness. You will walk hand in hand with that dear grandmother who has had her past stolen by Alzheimer's, her memory fading like the flower of grass on a hot summer day. And even there, right in the midst of all of that brokenness and dysfunction and disease and death, You bring hope. St. Peter reminds us, the grass withers and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord endures forever. You bring Holy Communion to that grandmother who doesn't know her own name and doesn't know you as her pastor. And even though you tell her you're her pastor, she insists, my confirmation pastor will be here soon, you can go and you bring her Holy Communion. And there, the word of the Lord endures forever, even though she cannot recognize you or say her own name, when you say, let us pray, her body stills. And she begins to fold her hands. Take and eat, this is the very body of Christ, given and shed for you. Take and drink, this is the true blood of Christ, poured out for you for your forgiveness. And she opens her mouth and receives her Savior. Alzheimer's may well wilt the memory, but it cannot remove faith, because the word of the Lord endures forever. There is no disease that is stronger than the one who stopped death. There is no sin or selfishness that is not forgiven by Christ and his death on the cross for them. There is no hopeless situation Because the evil enemy that causes hopelessness has been defeated by the Lamb of God that comes to take away the sins of the world. Dear redeemed saints, remember this, the word of the Lord endures forever. This message of hope and forgiveness is a message you need to hear as well. The holy ministry can be an impossible balancing act. Too much time in the office means not enough time with your saints. Too much time with your saints means not enough time in preparation for Bible study and for preaching. Too much time preparing means not as much time at home with the family. And then there's the late night emergency call and visit to the hospital that results in a funeral and a lot of care to the family. And this never waits until it's convenient for you. This is the life that God has called you into, and you won't do it as well as you would like. You'll struggle. You'll be disappointed, and people will be disappointed in you. But this very message that we bring to others, the message of hope and forgiveness, is a message that resonates for you as well. This very message of hope and forgiveness comes from St. Peter as we re- he reminds us. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. Listen to the word of Jesus to you, to Telestine. It is finished. You're forgiven. God's perfect sacrifice was offered up for you. You're forgiven, your sin, your frustration, your gossip, your procrastination, forgiven completely by your risen Savior from the dead. Every time you confess your sin, you are met with the love of a Savior that comes not to destroy you, but to restore you, and to forgive you, and to remind you of the hope that is yours, and the hope that you take to others. The message of Saint Peter is a message for us. It's the perfect message for Call Week. Go to your Eden where God has called you. Go confidently. He has prepared you through your baptism. Go. Give hope in the victor, Jesus Christ, and his victory over sin and death and devil. Go and love those dear saints that wait to hear the good news, the hope, and the forgiveness that you bring. In the name of Jesus, amen.
0: to me the joy of your salvation, and the of the Holy Spirit. My mouth is filled with your praise,
2: and your glory all the day.
0: Every day I will bless you, and praise your name forever and ever. By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness. O God, our salvation, the hope of all the ends of earth and of our of peace. Bless the Lord, O my soul. He redeems your life from the pit. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let Let us pray. O God, through the humiliation of your Son, you raised up the fallen world. Grant to your faithful people, rescued from the peril of everlasting death, perpetual gladness and eternal joys. Through Jesus Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God Almighty, the Father of your Christ, your only Son, give us a body undefiled, a heart pure, a watchful mind, an unerring knowledge, the influence of the Holy Spirit for the obtaining and assured enjoying of the truth, through your Christ, by whom glory be to you in the Holy Spirit, now and forever. I thank Thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ. Lord. The Lord bless us, defend us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life.